how do you tell somebody that works for a nonprofit that you're going to potentially save them $1.6 million over the next five years? If you're a human resource professional, CFO, or business owner, and you want to learn how that could possibly occur at your company or organization, I want you to listen to this. If not, you can turn it off right now. My name is John Millen. I'm with uh, Peak Performance Group. We're benefit hackers. We look at benefit plans. We look at coverages. We dig in like a detective. And we try to improve the coverage and reduce costs at the same time for group medical. Which, when I tell people that, they're like, that's ridiculous. And I get it. And until I would have... I'd seen what, what, what we're doing eight years ago, I would have agreed that's a bunch of baloney. But sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And sometimes you need to take a pause and when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And this has happened throughout my life in lots of areas when I resist something really strongly, like that's not possible. And I shut my brain down from learning. It's not possible. It'll never happen. But when I allow myself to say, what if it is possible, I'm willing to learn, tell me more, then I learn a whole lot more about the topic, the subject, the area, the experience. Now, I know why people do this, because you're protecting yourself. I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but you're protecting yourself, because if it is true that you could save that much money and you've not done it up until now, you feel pretty bad, so you're not going to want to learn that truth. But the way I look at it is things are changing all the time. And so just let your ego down for a second. Don't be afraid. And go, what if it is possible? I'm willing to listen. And so that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. I'm going to be on a presentation tomorrow with an amazing nonprofit organization in Richmond, Virginia. Been around a long time. Does great work for the community. Highly respected. And if you know anything about nonprofits, you know that usually the pay is not the highest in the industry, right? Because they're mission-driven, not profit-driven. You also know if you've been in employee benefits at all is that they have a very attractive employee benefits package to, to compensate for that and to pull people and attract and retain employees for that mission, which makes total sense. But along with that strategy of attracting retaining employees with the best benefits comes a cost and a high cost and high usage and lots of risk assumed by the medical insurance carriers and so what I'm going to talk about briefly is how am I going to tell them tomorrow the amazing news that not only am I going to save them $140,000 the first year immediate so that kicks in month one So their medical costs will drop approximately $12,000 a month beginning July 1st, without question. It's a simple fact. It's a simple simple proposal. We change medical plans. We're dropping the rates dramatically. Now, a teenager could do that. Maybe. I say that kind of a little bit in, in jest because... There's the published rates and the unpublished rates. There's the listed rates and the unlisted rates. And what most of you are seeing are the listed rates or the published rates. I don't know if you knew there was a difference. 
but you're not seeing all the rates. Why is that? Because you would be confused and overwhelmed with data that it would paralyze you. Now, some of you are like, no, I love that, I love it. No, you don't. You're running a business. You're running an HR department. You're managing people. You're hiring and and training and recruiting. You don't need to take the years it takes to learn how to read a product grid from three different carriers. Don't fool yourself. That's why you have advisors. That's why advisors like us get paid by the insurance companies. We get paid a flat rate to help. It's because we're good at it. We're fast. We know what to look for. We know where to, to ask questions. We know where to push and where not to push. You don't, you don't want to be doing that. That's not your job. Your job is to make the right fiduciary decision for the employees in the company. Long term. And so tomorrow I'm going to get on and I'm going to say, look, you got a 32% renewal increase, which would crush any organization, but especially nonprofit. No, nobody in the COVID world right now can take a 32% increase. Am I right? I don't care if you're making hand over fist money. That would eat into a lot of your profit. So I don't care who you are. No one can take that. Now, the, the alternative, the published rates that the carrier sends, every advisor, the best option was a 15% renewal. The best. But it came with a lot of hidden pitfalls. Number one, the network was drastically different. What does that mean? means when Mary has a little Johnny that goes to college in Pennsylvania, Johnny doesn't have coverage in Pennsylvania anymore because coverage doesn't go up that far. Or or Susie goes to a specialist and now that specialist is no longer covered in that new network. So there's lots of reasons. So yes, the coverage changed and there are times when you change networks. There are times when the network is too rich and you need to scale it back because you don't need to pay for it. So that would have been their option, right? Those are the listed renewal rates. But what I what we do is we looked at the 65 unlisted, unpublished options, which took me a long time. But I kind of like doing it because I'm an engineer. I like digging. And I'm an employer. I, I pay for benefits for my employees. I'm a, a business owner. I know what it's like to write a five or $6,000 check every month for benefits. So I get it. I'm not just some sales rep that's an employee. Nothing wrong with that. But I think I have a little different viewpoint, don't you? Like, I'm actually writing the check for benefits, and I have five people. I don't need to provide benefits, but I do. Because I know the value it brings. So, um, so tomorrow we're going to talk about, first, the overarching strategy of what we did. And it's a one-pager. And the idea is, hey, if I only had five minutes to present this to the board of directors, which ultimately has a decision because it's not profit, you're using funding from outside sources, right? Donors, the government, grants, whatever. So, yeah, that's, you should have a check and balance. The check and balance is the board of directors. And so we have a one pager that says these are the five things we recommend you do right now to take that 32% increase to 7 to make the coverage better than it was and it was really good already and to start to bend the cost curve in the future. This is a 36-month plan. 
in that proposal, we talk about how we're going to save them $1.6 million over five years. Why? How is that even possible? It's unfathomable to grasp for most people. It just sounds like it's a bunch of bullshit. But when, you, when we show them our, our strategy, our zero deductible solution, which has been refined for eight years with data and facts and figures based on their history. So we looked back five years and said, what has your his- historical trend been on your medical? And it was a 12% annualized increase. So guess what? Last five years, it's gone up 12% on average every year. Next five years, we're projecting 12%. So this is not pie in the sky type analysis. This is their own data. And then we apply our strategy that decreases their spend immediately the first year, $140,000, and makes the coverage better. Anyone can drop the rate by putting in an HSA plan, but that ain't going to cut it. Anyone can drop the rate, but very few people can cut the rate and make the coverage even better than it was before, where there's essentially no deductible. Very few. We are one of the few companies in the nation. There are others. I'm not the only one, but they're not many. At least in Virginia, I've not run across. I don't know if I've run across any. Maybe, maybe one or two. Maybe there's probably some out there. I'm not, you know, it's, I'm not the only one, but it's very rare. I mean, how many times have you had someone tell you that? I'm going to cut the rate and make the coverage better. You just laugh at them. So, I am excited about talking about that. I'm also excited about talking to him about something that bores the crap out of people, which is long-term disability. We're recommending a change on long-term disability that the acronym means last thing discussed by my friend Michael, who works for a uh, a carrier. He's like, the LTD stands for last thing discussed. (laughs) Because it's like, here it is, six-month wait. So Social Security, here's your rate. Five grand a month, 6%, and the rate went up 2%. All right, fine. Yeah, you need to pay a little more attention to what the contract says because in your definition of disability, Bubba, does it pay and or or? Does it pay and or or? And if you're listening to me right now and you have no idea what I just said, I'm proving my point. There is one word in the contract of an LTD policy, and, or, or, O-R, makes the biggest difference on whether you get paid. See, no one talks about it. And then should it be six months? Should it be three months? Should it be 12 months? Why is it always six months? Why is it always three months? another big change and then they have a whole bunch of worksite benefits in there which are amazing we love worksite benefits accident plans and cancer and critical illness it really has a great place because 60% of those critical illness expenses are not are non-medical so it's great to have a cancer plan critical illness supplemental disability the carrier they're using is so out overpriced, so outrageously overpriced. 30% too high. Easy. Some cases, 100% too expensive. So we're going to make some changes there. 
They even had some legal coverage. We're going to make some changes there. They have a regional plan. Not, nothing wrong with that, but, you know, hey, man, if you're traveling North Carolina, you're going to be in trouble. You're not going to have the same coverage you thought you had. So maybe you go for a national provider instead of a regional provider because you have kids at college in a different state. They're going to be in... They're going to have a rude awakening when they realize their plan is different. So these are all things. And again, dental and vision and all that stuff. But my point is, we're going to talk about a $1.6 million savings. And my plea that I've been saying since last year is that if you're an employer, give us a call. Say, hey, I want to chat for 15 minutes. Instead of a 15-minute phone call, we I ask you a couple questions. How many plans? What's your renewal like? What's your demographic? I'm not a genius, but in, I've done this so many times that in pretty quick order, I can say, what are your issues you're having? Where are your pain points? What's your company going? Is it growing? Is it declining? You know, all these different things and give you, hey, if I were you, I would do this, 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 and this, just like I did today with my friend, my benefit advisor friend. Five minutes, I was like, boom, 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 boom. It's like, damn, man, that's good stuff. Yeah, this is because all I freaking eat, breathe, and think all day long because I love it. I love doing it. I love solving problems. I'm a mechanical engineer. I love solving problems. I love making things better. I love digging deep like a detective. So, hey, you want me as on your advisory team saving you $1.6 million? Let's talk. You want to take a 15% renewal and think that's the best thing and hope it works out? Stay where you are. That's all I got today. Great day today. Actually working on a second nonprofit today. Just started. 20 people on medical. They're getting hit with a 12% renewal. Most of the time people are like, oh, we're just paid. Oh, it's only 12. That's not bad. And the advisor talks about, oh man, you should have seen my other my other client got a 70% increase. You should feel good. That's that's how it plays out. I'm like, that's such bullshit. Don't be satisfied with 12%. Because compounded in seven years, you're doubling your costs. Just say Have a good night. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, type in Benefit Hackers. I essentially give away all my strategy on there without without actually painting the whole picture. But you, you don't think I you don't think we know what we're talking about? Go to you go to that. Check it out. I don't know, 60, 80 videos on there. We're adding two or three, four a day, a week, I should say about what we're doing so love to work with you small mid-sized companies anywhere in the country let us know hope you're doing well we'll talk soon